Hey listeners, thanks for downloading our show this week. Quick overview. I create a backstory for a very sad man that I drove by, and then Paula and I talk about our guts, our intestines, our bloating, our body issues. Additionally, there is a gross story about moldy spaghetti, and Paula has embarrassed herself with a mom from her children's school. All of this this week. So thanks for downloading. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for supporting. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? You may experience some burning in your anus. Paula? No more wired hangers! Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode 235 on this chilly November day. Ugh! Uh, <clears throat> Ugh! <laughs> I'm a little dry. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for downloading our show. Paula and I are sisters, and we're here to chit-chat a little bit about our weird perspective on life, right? Yes. Okay, so speaking of, I'm going to get right into this. Uh, This happened a couple of weeks ago, but I know, you know, we have not talked about how I create backstories for strangers. Mm -hmm. I do it all the time. And sometimes I wonder if I miss my calling and being uh, a writer for stories or movies or shows, because I feel like I have a pretty creative backstory skill. I think you could have a daily or weekend comic strip. Creating backstories for strangers. Yeah, just, you know, a a five square comic strip and, you know, the life of Jamie or something. Backstories. So this is this was like a prime example of backstories. And I forget that I do it because I do it so often for others that I forget. But this one really stuck in my mind. My 17 year old has to be in school at Rydell High before eight Mm. because the bell rings and whatever yeah so we leave like by 7 40 because we're eh, you know not too far away but with traffic Mm -hmm. so we leave i'm on my way home and i live in a in a place that's nestled inside a very quaint little old town it looks like an old village it kind of looks like it's like a it's like the poor man's downtown carmel essentially but on the outskirts of this cute little quaint village is some older apartments that maybe you stay in after you get divorced or you lost your job. And then there's, there's a mini Mart where you can buy bread and alcohol, that kind of place. Had a rough night. (laughs) And your lottery tickets. It's that kind of store. So there's a lot of questionable people that, and if the, and if you see these people out there before 9am, they haven't been home yet. Essentially (laughs) is the thing. So I'm driving home and for some reason I see this spot in my peripheral. So I turn to the left and I see a gentleman who's probably in his fifties and he's standing looking like he has been through hell. He has that pale look that you get when you've been in the hospital, you know, and he's wearing what initially I didn't know what it was, but it was one of those blankets that they give you when you're in the emergency room, those white knitted like blankets. And he has that wrapped around his shoulders like a shawl. Oh my God. And he's holding a bag. He's holding like a purse, like in front of him. And it says Mercy San Juan Hospital. And it's full of clearly personal effects, which means he's wearing, and sure enough, he's wearing sweats and a sweatshirt, which he probably was given 
at the hospital because I've seen them do that where they'll give you clothes that have been left behind probably by dead people. Oh my God. And they give them to you to wear to leave. And he's just standing there. He's clearly waiting for a ride. (laughs) I just was like, is he waiting for a ride that's not coming though? (laughs) No. The thing with men I've noticed is that you will never see a woman in that situation. Oh no. (laughs) Women will go, I need a ride. But they will start walking towards their destination. Exactly. They will not stand and wait. Where men will just stand there and wait like a child waiting for the bus <laughs> for their friend to come and get them and get them to a place where they can sleep. So I drove by. I got the look of him and I went, holy shit. I don't know what you've been through, dude, but I am glad you're still alive because whatever this Seriously. is was awful because he looked like he had surgery. He was so God, white. Yeah, you can't get that kind of pasty white look <laughs> unless you've had surgery. Only only the hospital stay, even if it was just for like seven hours, only that is where you get that look. It's the fluorescent lighting. It and you really look like you're something. dusted with like white powder. It's so funny how staying at the hospital or even just the ER will give you that that patina of your skin it is so pale i was like dude i mean i feel sorry for you man i can't wait for whoever's coming to get you because it ain't a girl i can tell you that much it was somebody's buddy is coming to get you god i hope he had a friend or he was uh, just waiting he was clearly waiting okay he looked yeah it was like i almost think like he he got a taxi or a bus to this spot and then called someone from the store and said just come and get me please because he didn't look homeless or anything okay. he just looked like he had had a rough night and you're thinking what could it be and i told daryl that he's like god damn he's like he probably had a stomach pumped or he was drunk and you know and passed out or something like he looked what rough. happened to his real clothes well that's the wonder so i'm like i drove by and went man i i mean i'm thinking of all these scenarios i'm like this is a dude who had too much to drink in public he probably got he didn't have any physical wounds on his face so he obviously didn't get into a fight but i'm thinking vomit or diarrhea that's what i'm thinking is that something happened and he lost control of his bowels or he puked or both was he young no he was like in his 50s i was just wondering if he like od'd on something or well that pale look will get that too and the hangover thing is that he was looking straight ahead and he didn't have sunglasses on so i'm guessing he was not hung over he was like he had been ill And the fact that he was waiting for a ride at this mart before 8 a.m. made me believe that it was something that happened the night before. I mean, even if he had been thrown in jail, he would not be this far up. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would have picked him up in front of the jail. Well, he would have been at a different hospital if he was at the jail. He was at the local hospital to where you are. Right. So my guess is that somehow he got dumped off (laughs) in front of this market or maybe he walked i mean it's not that unreasonable to think that he could have walked from the hospital to this place but i highly doubt it i think he was dumped off here by a cab or a bus because there's a bus stop there and now he's waiting to be picked up to be taken you know home so that he can recover from whatever hell his body went through but the fact that he was holding it out in a bag that said the hospital is to me indicates vomit or or diarrhea because he doesn't want to be near it 
and he's holding it out and he's wearing borrowed clothes oh my god i normally don't feel sorry for people who go through that because it's usually self-inflicted but clearly whatever you went through you have paid the price and now i just wish you peace really i wish you peace and a good night's rest because you clearly need it i was thinking of all kinds of things i kept thinking about him at the hospital at the time when he diarrheaed himself and then had to have some cute nurse or the big nurse guy that was there when I went to the ER for my my intestines, you know, having to deal with all that situation. And I was like, oh, my God, you poor fella. And normally, I don't feel sorry for men because and, and of course, I'm thinking, well, if that was me, I would not be standing there. I would be walking somewhere or I'd be inside. Like, what are you doing? We'd fold the blanket and put it in the bag. <laughs> we wouldn't be standing there looking like we just got from the hospital. And second of all, we always carry makeup. So <laughs> we'd have lipstick on Anything. some kind of powder. Our hair would be if we didn't have a brush, then we'd run our fingers through it and oh, try yeah. and style it somehow. Putting it in a braid, a loose braid anything but you know and then the other thing is i was looking at going well i would never be in this situation because if i was at the hospital even if they escorted me out i i would call someone and uber my ass to another location maybe i mean my god wallet maybe he didn't no. you know no this guy crazy. didn't have anything and so i just thought well at least he has one friend because someone's coming to get him you know so there's oh. that. Oh, no. I, I Like I said, it was really clear he was waiting for a ride. So he was like in the parking lot just standing there, but he looked frozen. And I'm like, well, I mean, he probably doesn't want to move. He's probably so ill that he just is like, I just want this day to end, you know? Oh, my God. But, you know, you just wonder, how does one get to that point in life where you're standing in a parking lot waiting for a ride with a hospital blanket he's probably just staring off in the distance thinking i could never get lower than where i am (laughs) (laughs) i I can't wait for for luke to get here what if he was like married or something what if he was waiting for his wife to come and their kids in the minivan you know what you have to go get your father (laughs) (laughs) where is he just never mind just Just go to school (laughs) i will see you after school i'm not I don't know. I mean, I just, you know, I, there have been times in my life where I had to pick up a drunk boyfriend and I, sure. I've never been more hateful in my whole life. I'm never pleasant. Never. Have you ever done that? I've had to pick up drunk, uh, drunk friends before. Well, and friends are different, but when it's a, when it's someone you're sleeping with, it is a very different feeling. It is not a pleasant feeling, at least not for me. I don't think I've ever had to pick up someone that I was sleeping with. I had to go to the house of someone Mm. who was like obliterated drunk. Yeah. And like tuck them in and put them to bed and everything like that because I was I was worried about them. Well, yeah, my son's father, when we were seeing it was towards the end of a very tumultuous time together. It was like our second round. Mm-hmm. And uh, he needed a, his friends called and said he needed a ride. I'm like, well, why can't you do it? Get him a cab. Like, why are you asking me? And they're like, well, you're his girlfriend. No, no, no. I'm like, ugh. So I went to this shithole bar that he was at, and he was wasted. And for him to get drunk is really tough because he was a really big guy. Right. So I was so angry because I didn't love him anymore anyway. <laughs> He, I had a really cute black Toyota pickup truck. Remember how much I oh, love yeah, that truck? I remember I, that one. I love that truck so much. I cried when I had to get rid of it. Anyway, so I picked him up in it, and he was already getting the spins by the time I got him. Oh, so no. he 
gets in the truck. He's like, I'm not feeling really well. I'm like, oh, you're not. So what do I do? I'm doing U-turns. I'm taking the back roads. And Did you want him to throw up in your vehicle? He unrolled the window. And I said, if you throw up in this car, we're over. And so he unrolled the window and he threw up outside as I'm driving because I wouldn't pull over. You know, it still splashes the side of the car. <laughs> it was all over the truck. <laughs> all over. So we get to his place and I said, you're cleaning that. And he's like, I know. And I go, right now. And he, <laughs> he did it. He hosed it off. God. And then I left. And then I left and I didn't talk to him for a couple of days. And uh, we were pretty much over by then. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty much over by then. Because, you know, and they're like, why were you so mean? Even our mom, why were you so mean to him? He was intoxicated. I'm like, do you really think I care? I don't care. I don't this care. coming from the woman that woke you and stepped me up and made you clean up puppy diarrhea on the wall. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, my God. Yeah. No sympathy. Are you kidding? Our mother blames me for the fact that she can't eat spaghetti. She ate spaghetti copious amounts when she was pregnant with me. And then it made her sick and she would always throw it up. Yeah. And and so I was tasked with throwing away any leftovers. And oh God, it makes me sick to think about it now. God, I'm trying really hard. <laughs> she would just skip it then. No, she hated it so much that she would let it mold in the fridge. That's gross. Because she didn't want to throw it away. <laughs> she would make me put it in the toilet and flush it. Ew! It was so gross. I'm getting... As an adult, I have a rule. If there's something disgusting in the refrigerator, unless Victor stops me because he sees me, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I throw it outside. The last time that she told me to do that, I think I was 17 or 18, and she told me to flush the moldy spaghetti down the toilet. Why would anyone tell you to do that? Why would she do that? I go, why do I have to do it? And she's like, because you're the reason why I can't eat spaghetti. And I'm like, so the last time she made me she's like jamie there's moldy spaghetti in the fridge and i'm like well what is it in and she told me whatever glass container it was in i said it's going in the garbage and i threw it away and i said i'm never doing that again and she never made me do it again that's disgusting why in the toilet why not just i don't know like a normal person i never understood it well first of all we couldn't put it in the disposal because pasta will gum up the pipes (sighs) And so, and I, and she didn't want it in the garbage. I, Paula, it, it is something that haunts me to this day, to this Clearly. day. So you guys don't eat spaghetti at your house, I guess. We do not. I refuse to make it. Wow. I refuse. I'll do fettuccine. I'll do short pastas. I'll do, I, and I like, I really won't even do angel hair because it's too close to spaghetti. I'll do oh, linguine and fettuccine. I can't do it. I absolutely cannot. I'm, I'm completely scarred for life. And we do not eat spaghetti in this house. Absolutely not. No. It's too bad. It's okay. People are surviving. They're making it. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't do it. It's awful. Okay. So now before the show, you and I were talking a little bit about our stomachs. Yes. Because we have intestinal issues. You've had it your whole life. You've always Basically. had intestinal problems your whole life. Yeah. You had a twist in, twisted intestine when you were little, which resulted mm-hmm. in a, an emergency surgery on your appendix. Right. Now, was the appendix bad and it was as a result of the twisted intestine or was it a mistake? 
No, it was a, so for some reason, my intestine had come off like the stomach wall. Yeah. And so, and it had, had it kinked. So it was cutting off circulation. Okay. To whatever else is connected to. And so it was preventing me from having any bowel movements. Right. And I was getting, um, you know, uncomfortable. And also I had pain in my side. Mm. And so it was cutting circulation off to the appendix as well. Okay. And so technically it wasn't the appendix that was the problem. It was more or less the kinked uh intestine. intestine right but they took the appendix into it because they said it, it looked like it was going to be infected so, so they might have they were just kind of heading it off just pre- yeah and yes. just, just to avoid having to go back in case something happened yes and you had that pale white look for for a yes. very long time actually after that hospital stay well i mean it was a major surgery it was serious we were very frightened yeah, yeah. we were frightened because you were only like nine or ten uh i was 11 oh you were 11 okay so that means i was 17 yeah yeah it was but yeah it wasn't it wasn't an outpatient but i mean you know my life wasn't in danger but i was still (laughs) it was still a surgery in the hospital well for us it was terrible because things like that don't happen to our family you know we always maintained that we were like nothing like that happened we have injuries and stuff but i mean we have no broken bones in our family no major surgeries except for you of course because you're the weak link in our family that's all right i'm the runt of the family (laughs) you are the runt of the litter so anyway i went to the doctor a couple of months ago and i was telling him about my situation that ever since our mother was trapped in florida during the hurricane I've been having some significant issues with my digestion, not just constipation, which was bad, but like I was literally, I looked six months pregnant and I felt like I I was contract, like I literally felt I was having contractions. Like my stomach was tightening and it was just like, it was the weirdest feeling. I thought it was my gallbladder. I didn't, you know, I was trying all kinds of stuff. And then finally I told him everything. I said, I would say I would take fiber and it would help, but if I didn't continue, then it would go, it would get worse. And he's like, oh, you have IBS. That's what it is. Because I would have, you know, I'd have constipation issues. And then a week later, I'd have diarrhea for three days. So he's like, yeah, that's, that's IBS. And I'm like, are you sure? He goes, oh, absolutely. And and it can, it comes and goes. It's obviously stress induced. And I was like, okay, so what do I do about it? Because I don't want to take a medication for it. I hate taking medication. And so he said, well, there is medication for it, but it's so dangerous that they actually took it off the market because it was killing people. God, I don't want that. He goes, no, you don't. He goes, they've reintroduced it at a lower level of intensity. But the reality is, is that there's a natural alternative that works almost as good and or, or better depending on your system. And I said, well, what is it? He said, it's peppermint oil caps, caplets. Uh, little, you know, gel caps. Right, right. And I said, okay, well, where do I get peppermint oil? He goes, well, you get it at the natural food store. And I said, okay. I said, well, I mean, now, (laughs) am I going to, is this the same thing? And if I take too many, am I going to die? He's like, just take it accordingly. And and you should see a pretty, you should see a significant change in your regularity, in the bloating and all that. And I said, all right, cool. Well, I was afraid to buy it for a while because... I don't want to take anything that might cause me to die or whatever. I was concerned. 
I don't want to take anything that's going to make me more bloated because I already walk around looking about uh, about five, six months pregnant. Yeah. And the bloating is an issue for me. I hate it because I already have body issues. And so if I'm bloating, I feel like I've gained 100 pounds and I I'm ashamed. Like, I hate it. You know, I hate it. Well, I walk around with, you know, thin arms, thin legs, you know probably a round face and then my stomach looks like I'm huge pregnant and right. so it's the only thing that's disproportionate to my body <laughs> because of this issue probably of digestion issues likely probably. so anyway the uh it was like two weeks ago and I said you know what screw it I'm tired of the bloating and the constipation and stuff and you know my doctor's recommended it he's already recommended it so it's safe for me to try so I go to Elliot's I can't find it the lady gives it to me I buy it and I'm like, all right. So the next day, it's I read the instructions. You can take three a day. And I'm oh. like, all right, well, I'm going to start with just one. Yeah. And then we'll see how we do. So I took one. And I almost, I didn't notice anything other than that the pills are black. They're like a blackish silvery color. And I thought that was unusual. And I didn't taste any peppermint or anything. And so I took it. I woke up in the middle of the night and I, it woke me up out of a dead sleep. I, I felt like I had just gargled with uh, high intense like peppermint mouthwash. And it woke me up out of a dead sleep. And I was like, why do I taste t- toothpaste? Like really strong toothpaste. Like I, and sometimes, I don't know about you, but I have a pretty sensitive mouth. And so if I brush with a really, like I can't brush with Colgate toothpaste, it burns my mouth. It's too strong. Oh, okay. So I woke up going, and my lips were tingling. And I'm like, what is going on? And then I realized, I'm like, oh my God, it's the peppermint oil. And it took like six hours before I felt it, but I feel it now. So I, I was like, that's interesting. Weird. And so I took drink some water. And although I was tingling, I was able to fall back asleep. And so the next morning, I took another one because obviously it's working so I took another one I started to google peppermint oil side effects because I hadn't yet which is weird for me yeah it said these are the side effects first of all there's no such you can definitely take too many and it can be fatal so you have to be really rigorous about only taking the bare minimum I'm like, okay, OD on peppermint oil. That's stupid. Well, it'll (laughs) and really, how did they find this out? Right. Someone did it, obviously, but it can it can cause liver failure. So you can't take too many anyway. So it said you will definitely you can take you'll taste it. The reason that the caplets are black is because they the stuff and I can't remember the name of what it's called. It's like ethereal or something like that. But it has to be strong enough to. Uh, combat your stomach juices so it's a special coating that will actually get the oil to your intestines so like to penetrate it it has to get it has to dissolve in your intestines for it to actually work so there's a special coating to kind of combat your stomach juices gotcha so that that's why they're blackish silver anyway it said you may experience some burning in your anus and i went holy shit i mean if my mouth is burning then everything else could potentially burn. I didn't even think about it, right? Wow. And so, of course, sure well, enough. So did your anus instantly start burning? Well, I went to the bathroom like a normal person, and my whole genital region felt like I had washed in mouthwash. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And I'm like, I wonder if I taste minty fresh. 
I'm really curious. And I'm like, that's well, really probably. I'm sure it would be, uh, you know, <laughs> mint like. So of course I, <laughs> I had to conduct the inspir- experiment. So did you ask Daryl? <laughs> I did. And so the next day I said, so, and he goes, what? I go, did I taste minty fresh? He's like, no. And I'm like, really? Damn it. I was kind of hoping I would. I'm like, yeah, oh, really? Well. I was I really think I'd rather taste minty fresh than just like vagina. Right. I mean, I know some men like the taste of vagina and I'm very grateful to you. Thank you very much, men. You're doing your, you're, you're doing your race proud, but yeah. I'm like, every once in a while, maybe a little, you know, switch up in the flavor might not be such a bad idea. So I'm like, really? No mint, huh? I'm like, oh, well. So, of course, and then I woke up this morning again with, you know, every day I wake up with a minty fresh mouth. And I'm like, well, that's kind of a good side effect to have, actually. It's not the worst thing in the world. It's not like it tastes like, you know, but then I'm just wondering. It's like I said, maybe if I go to the bathroom, like it won't smell like crap. It'll smell like mint. You know, who knows? I don't know. So I don't anyway, know. I haven't, you know, I don't stay in the, I don't stick around long enough to, to figure that out. I refuse to do that. So I'm, I'm just saying, like, is it working or what? Yes, it's working. It's working. I'm going to the bathroom regularly. No diarrhea. Um, no, the bloating still comes and goes, but it's, I think it's dietary and I kind of fell off the wagon. I had McDonald's the other day, oh. <laughs> so I bloated immediately cause I just don't eat junk food. And so when I drink, when I ate the cheeseburger and the fries, I bloated up pretty quickly. So I think I have to obviously adjust. I don't eat a lot of sugar, refined sugar. And so when mm. I do, I immediately get bloated. So well, if I, that was probably a lot of sodium too. It was a shit ton of sodium. And I was so thirsty by the way. That's right it's probably what it was so anyway yes they're working and so i'm strongly suggesting to you to try it well maybe i will you i have should. a physical coming up next week yeah so i'll mention the the bloating yes and just say my sister's doing peppermint oil and it's working for her it doesn't affect like if you have gluten issues or celiac none of that has any it won't affect anything i mean i think if you have like diverticulitis you probably wouldn't it probably wouldn't want you to do it because your intestines are porous and that might hurt. Right. But it might hurt. Yeah, I don't know if it would, how well it would work for me because I think a lot of the reason I have belly issues is Mm. just from constant inflammation. Yes. I mean, it might work though. I don't know if it's an inflammation thing or what it is. So, well, anyway, I, but I am here to attest that the natural option of peppermint oil pills does work for IBS, at least for me, but I would always strongly recommend talking to a doctor before you start popping them because you just never know. You never know. But I only do two. I can't do three. I'm concerned. I just, I don't, I don't want to do that many. I only do two. I do one in the morning and one at night. Well, you got to figure, though, that these pills Mm -hmm. are for everyone. So, I mean, you're probably considered a, a, you know, medium sized person. Yes. You know, that's true. It's not like, you know, if there was a six foot five man who had like 400 feet of intestines, he would take three pills. (laughs) That's true. You're right. You're right. So. Okay. So you have your spectacles. I did get my glasses. I got my eyes checked. What my glasses are is they are trifocal. Yes. Now, do they work? Are you, can you see things clearly? I can actually. I'm so surprised that there's the day is gone. I look down and I, that's for reading. And the middle is just for everyday looking around. And then I bend down to like look at the top of the glass. And that's for like long distance 
viewing. So like when I'm driving, I kind of look, you know, so you have to train yourself to know like what you're looking at and adjust your eyes to the glasses. Do you feel old? (laughs) Well, I felt old when they told me I was getting a trifocal, but I would have said, can you give me LASIK instead? Can I just get my eyes fixed? I don't I don't even know if that would work because I mean it's just I don't know how LASIK works actually with people who have really bad eyes maybe you know people with really bad eyes but they only have like one solid prescription are are good yeah I don't I I have a friend who told me he oh you know he was telling me he had um, surgery to fix his eyelids because his eyelids droop too much you know our mom had that done I know I need it done too you you need an eye lift well, I want one, but... Oh, well, that's different. It was funny, because our mom is so funny. She's like, it's for medical purposes. It's for medical purposes. And I'm like, you're getting it's an true. eye lift, mother. Just well, admit it. They sag so much that when you turn and like look sideways, yes. your vision is blocked Obscure. because yes. they're, they're hanging eyelid. Yes. So my friend got an eyelid done, and he said it, it was helpful, because I guess he was having problems with sleeping, because it would like droop open. Like it would like weigh down so much as I would open, which is really significant. <laughs> oh my God. I know. So I was like, well, I'm really glad you got that fixed. That's a major repair. like a little sandbag. <laughs> oh my God. No kidding. We had a friend who his eyes were so bad that he looked like a hound dog and so he got them fixed i mean he waited a little too long because He's he like, could have got- yeah it was bad but he so he got the eye lift and he looks much you know it, i haven't seen him in years but back then it was a significant improvement and so and, but then he's talking and he wears glasses all the time and he's saying he's getting lasik and i'm like i you know first of all we've talked to our doctor about lasik like M- malia who has a really bad eyesight she's a candidate but they'll only do LASIK twice in a lifetime. So you have to really decide when you're going to get it done. Well, most people get LASIK, I would say, more in their 30s. Right, when we're when we're the most vain is when and, you would well, do it. And also, when you're pretty sure you're... They, they want your prescription to be solid for a whole year. Right. And right. where it doesn't change. But LASIK only lasts 10 years. Really? Yeah, it doesn't last forever. And so you, you Does that's it why. Does it like grow back or? I think your eyes just eventually take over and say, no, we weren't kidding when we said you have shitty eyesight. And they go wow. back, they revert. It kind of sucks because you think, you know, back in the beginning when LASIK was a big thing, it was like, it fixes everything, but it doesn't. It does come back and not everybody, like you said, not everyone can have it. And it only lasts for like 10 years if you're lucky. And so they'll, but we'll, they'll only mess with your eyes twice. And so you have to kind of really pick and choose when you're going to get it done. And for me, I'm like, well, you know, your 30s, that, that does sound like a good time to get it. And then you do it again in your 40s and then you just let it go. Because, you know, once you have 50, apparently you're dying. So you don't need them anymore. You know, you don't need your eyes. I know. I just, mostly what I noticed is that, um, well, I take a medication that causes blurred vision anyway. And so (laughs) when I went to get my eyes checked, I asked the um, eye doctor, I said, well, I take a medication that uh, causes blurred vision. And I'm like, is that going to affect the eye exam? And she's like, no. She says, our eye equipment and everything supersedes whatever medication you're taking yeah and so um but when i started reading with like the new glasses and everything Mm. it i don't think it was the medication (laughs) i i think i just couldn't see like i'm blind paula i've gone blind 
But um, it's so funny because I've had glasses like my whole life. Yeah. Um, and so I remember the first time when I was 13 and I got glasses, I started crying. Because you're like, I'm ugly. <laughs> well, that, but mostly I... I was shocked at what I could see. Like, you don't oh, know yeah. what you're missing until yeah. you put them on. So when I put these glasses on, I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know what I was missing. It's, it is interesting, isn't it? I know. I My eyesight isn't that bad. I only use them for reading. I don't need them for everyday use. But... Um, but I always think, man, the day that I need him for everything, and I look up at Daryl and go, good Lord, dude, get some Botox. For God's <laughs> sake. What's that mark on your face? Is that cancer? Yeah, right. got to get that thing ripped off. What's going on in my life? turns around and holds a mirror to your face, and you're like, <gasps> oh, my God. Never mind. Like, I look hideous. That's like the the face you make when you accidentally open your camera and oh my it's God. faced at you. I hate that. I'm there like, is- what is this? There is literally nothing worse than having the phone turn on when you're not prepared. That camera, because you're looking down and you have like five oh, chins. Well, and, and the thing, and the thing is, it's like this is what I look like. This is what people see when I'm not paying attention to myself. When I'm not posing for a selfie, this is my face. I'm hideous. When I look what down at up? small children, this is what they see. No wonder they run away. No wonder they go. Why do you look like that? Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Seriously. Let's do our ugly and awkward moment of the week, and then we'll close with Thanksgiving plans. Okay. Okay, so. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay, this isn't about spilled coffee again, is it? No, I'm okay. sorry. No, this, is, this is a legit one. <laughs> I didn't want to do three times a charm, but no, that was go. so embarrassing. And that's a. <laughs> this is another reason why I don't feel ready to go back into the workplace <laughs> because I can't remember anything. You'll be that person walking around with post-it notes. Okay, wait. Um, okay, so yesterday I said that, so I will not say that to you again today. Half the time I don't even know what day of the week it is. I know. So. Okay, go on. So Ryan is having his 12th birthday party this coming weekend. And what he's doing is he invited three friends over and they're going to have a slumber party. Mm -hmm. Of course, Victor's out of town. Awesome. So anyways, I had given the invitations out and I put, you know, email me, call me or text me if you have any questions. And so one of the moms had texted me and, you know, was just asking some stuff. And so I texted her back and then she texted me again and said, what's the address? And I had put the address on the invitation, but it's possible that it was buried under the son's backpack and he never gave it to her. Right. And so... I texted her the address and then I hit send and then I was looking and I'm like, you know what? I'm like, that doesn't look like our address. And so <laughs> Uh-oh. the first four numbers, you know, and we haven't lived here that long. It's no, not even months. a year. Yeah. So it just looked off. And so I said, Brian, I'm like, what's our address? And he's like, I think it's this. And so I text back and I'm like, sorry. I'm like, we haven't lived here that long. This is the address. And she's like, oh, okay. And then I looked at that one and I'm like, I don't that's think that's right. That's not right either. I'm like, that's not right either. I texted oh her four times. <gasps> four? She's like, honey, I don't think our son should go that's to this house. That's what I said. <laughs> I'm like, I-, I must sound absolutely crazy. I think she's a drinker, honey. I don't think our children should be there. It's not and safe. And so 
I told her, I said, I'm so sorry. I'm like, we haven't lived here that long. I said, but this is the real address. For real. <laughs> you should have taken a picture of a bill. See? That's what I, I did. I got a bill just to make sure I knew what oh. the real address was. Oh, my gosh. She says, well, we'll just come to the street and whatever address. Uh, Has the balloons. <laughs> you know, we'll come to the street and, you know, whatever address looks right, we'll just assume that's your house. <laughs> so, Put a balloon on a car or something. Something. Like, I'm going to have to do something. Put a balloon but. in the lawn and just put it with the, those nails you know nail one into the lawn and say this is the house I, i'll have to do something don't do a red balloon everybody will think it's it but other than that you can do whatever right. but i was oh, just like funny. oh my god i'm like why am i doing this why do i keep doing this <laughs> i don't even know my own address well it's that's an awkward moment for sure <laughs> and yes, you included was, others which is always pleasant and I have text proof that. Oh my gosh! I, I sent it four times. Four times a charm. <laughs> no, four times is crazy. And I was, four I was even thinking, if I was a mom and someone was sending this to me, I'd be like, Ryan, I'm like, how well do you know this kid? <laughs> I know. It's like, what kind of family is this? Like, are his parents divorced or like what's? Going on? <laughs> Were they homeless? What's going on? I don't understand. They don't get addresses. What's do the you deal? know their address? Let me Google it. You know, I just said, like, what kind of neighborhood? Do they live in i swear i every time malia's invited to a party we google it we google map i it. would i would we google map the address and based on the satellite view and then the street view i determine whether it's an appropriate place for her to go it's <laughs> I dumb i know but you know in this day and age, and i realize that you know horrible things happen in beautiful homes but when you don't know you know at, at in high school you don't know anybody anymore i mean they have their bffs but that's it you know when they yeah. get run to some rando rando's party even if the parents are going to be there it's like uh, you got to know and so we google map the shit out of everything yeah see lucky for us the the school boundaries yeah are so tiny yeah that, that literally walk. Mm-hmm. We so we're having a you know a birthday party or a get together and two blocks you know, what's away address? and it's like they're literally behind us on yeah. we didn't even know so right well that's good well <laughs> if they show up don't do what I would do, which is over explain and yeah, apologize and bring it up. And yeah, that's what I would do. So don't Gosh. do what I would do. Just, <laughs> just would let, be, it go. let it go. Well, because the thing is, is what you start, what I would start doing is like, I know you probably think I'm an alcoholic or something, right? And be like, oh my God, shut up. Shut He's up. Like, and you've just confirmed my And fears. thank you very much. And let me get close to you. Why you smell minty. <laughs> Have you been taking a lot of mints lately? Trying to well, mask I've been something. Taking these peppermint pills for my IBS. <laughs> and uh... see how bloated I am right now. Oh God! Don't I look pregnant? Oh yeah, it would be an awful. It would be like a massacre. It would be like turn away. Oh like, God! You know, I'm just gonna leave him here for a couple hours. He has. We have church in the morning, in the morning so. so yeah, exactly. That would be me. I'll be back. Um, okay, well that was really good, uh, and you probably win because mine is ugly, not awkward. Okay. Okay, so you know how Daryl, he's like Pablo. We can't, I can't do anything if he's, if he's home. Mm-hmm. I can't leave without him begging to come with. It's just, <laughs> it is what it is. And I appreciate it. And, but not always. So I was already a bit um, salty, <laughs> but I had to do some errands and he wanted to come. Okay. And so uh, we had to go to Trader Joe's, which I love. I know you hate it, but I love it there. It just smells weird. That's the only hang up I have. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Because, I mean, they do sell, they sell vitamins, but it's not a big part of it. I know that you think that. It's so strange, though, because I don't know why. Because I'm like, I don't smell, I don't think it smells weird. It just doesn't smell like a grocery store. It smells like a... 
Whole Foods kind of smells like that, too. It's just kind of a pungent bamboo, <laughs> like, yeah. like, I don't know. Granola eatery. Yeah. Like super wheat bread. Yes. <laughs> you know, I don't yes. know. Sprouted bread that you have to refrigerate. It. Yeah. So anyway, it's super crowded. So from now until New Year's Eve, it's going to be a nightmare going to Trader Joe's because everybody goes there for their wine and their cheese and their charcuterie and, and flowers. And it's crazy. So I didn't, I don't really think anything of it. So we're, we, it took us forever to find a parking spot. I was already salty because I allowed him to come with me to do my errands and it's my fault. I mean, I shouldn't be salty. I shouldn't be annoyed because I said he could come. So we're walking up, we get up to the front of the Trader Joe's and we're, um, we're walking toward to pick up a basket to go inside. Mm-hmm. And the exit is about 10 feet away from the entrance. So I'm walking and there's a woman who was leaving and she was walking briskly. Like she had a place to go mm-hmm. and she's on my ass with her basket. Going inside? Me. No, walking behind me like she's heading to her car and I'm walking and apparently I'm not walking fast enough for her. Okay. So I I stop and I go, let me move out of your very quick way. And I just gave her a dirty look and she ignored me, which made me mad. (gasps) And I'm like, I didn't say anything more to her, but she saw me looking at her, glaring at her. And I had my big Jackie Onassis glasses on so she couldn't see my eyes, which was unfortunate. But I said, let me get out of your way because you're, you know, I said something of that, that, that nature. And she briskly walked by me and I was like, oh my God, she's so hideous, ugly in her workout clothes. I was so mad. And then, but she saw me and she heard me and she didn't, she didn't realize that Daryl was with me because he's struggling with a basket that was stuck. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was, I was really mad. And so she's like, here, you can have mine. And I'm like, oh, of course, of course. Oh, and sure. She, she ran away, and I was like, oh he's like, god, hey, thanks. Then, he's like, he was really nice to that lady, and she's like, shut yeah. up. Yeah, and she's like, he's like, oh, thank you, and he looks at me smiling like a child, and I'm just standing there glaring at him, like, like you don't know. She almost just ruined our lives. I said, you have no idea what a cunt she was. He's like, it's been 30 <laughs> seconds. Like, what happened? I'm like, never mind. Let's just get out of here. I was so <laughs> livid. I was so mad. We should have like, you know, everyone should be able to have like a water spray that squirts really far. You know no, how you do no. that with animals? And yes. then you're just like, that's because you were rude. It's like, that's what you get, you bitch. How dare you? How dare you write up on my ass with a basket? But you know what? I hated it because I'm like, let me get out of your way. And she ignored. And the fact that she ignored me, of course, that incensed me. And then she had the audacity to offer a basket to my husband. I'm like, who are you? What evil human are you? Get out of here. Just right. get, it. get, it. get. She throw something at you. <laughs> God, I was furious. Start shooting at her fans. Dance for me, boy. <sighs> so mad. I'll be your huckleberry. <laughs> God, you're a daisy if you do, you bitch. I was so mad. Come on, you're going to do something for I just hate it. It's like, bleed. you know, it's like, don't make me create a bad, like, you know, immediately I'm just like, well, where are you off to? Cause you're not wearing any makeup and you look like hell. And it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. What have you been doing with your life? Get out of here. That's probably why she was in a hurry. God, God, I was just so mad at her. I was like, God, you stringy ass bitch. Her husband Ugh. probably is home by 530 and she's just like, I've got to do something <laughs> with my life. So you definitely win this week. 
Yay! We'll give you 40,000 points for 10,000 for each awkward moment <laughs> that Jeez. you had texting this poor well, mother. Text. So, well, I think that's a wrap. So thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, we look forward to the holidays. Everyone be safe. Be sure to uh, prepare yourself and fast so that way you can <laughs> eat, uh, eat turkey in your expanding bellies. Yes. And, and then take that peppermint oil. <laughs> yeah. Use peppermint oil. It works well. Yes. So we're taking Thanksgiving off, like many of you are probably as well, mm-hmm. to go be with your families and be uh, talk about the things you're thankful for before you get drunk and start fighting. <laughs> about politics. So, about politics. Or and, sexual uh, harassment. Or yes. whatever else is the hot button for right now. Right. Right. And the hurricanes and whose fault was that? And the world so, is coming to an end. Try and be kind to one another. And be nice and uh, be good to your friends and family. And we will try and do the same. So until then, happy Thanksgiving and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. But make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw ups and edits from this episode and what we call ugly cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth. 